0: Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fathers Podcast. We're only one of us is cracking, and the others are just lacking. My name <laughs> is uh, <laughs> James Drew. I'm joined here by Tyler Big Herbie Herbock.
1: Hey, what's going on? We uh, Jim and I were a little un- unprepared, apparently, for the crack.
0: We're on the liquor,
2: liquor.
1: It is. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it is. It is Brown Liquor Night.
0: Yeah, and, I missed uh,
2: the memo, dude.
0: Trey sticky Fingers Jose is drinking his pink. White claws what are those <laughs> ruby
2: red grapefruits. These are black cherry colored because they're black cherry uh, flavored. Those are the best ones, probably. Yeah. yeah. Hey
1: man, there ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Hey, I'd
2: rather be sipping whiskey, but we gotta do what you gotta do on a work night. Yeah. So just so I it ain't a Yeah. What?
0: We're not working tomorrow. Am I
2: right?
1: Let's what?
0: go. Ah!
2: Are, you, are you guys not? That you were. No, <laughs> not until like we, we, two, gotta, right? we
1: gotta make a little. We gotta make a little trip. We'll yeah, a little
2: trip. I gotta wake up in like six hours. So see, see some <laughs> folks about some math was wrong, but whatever. Gotta so wake some, up early.
0: See some folks about some things. Uh, all right. Anyways, thank you for joining us. Uh, week sixteen waiver wires. Whew. We are here in the semis. If you're still alive, congratulations. Feels good to be alive.
1: Yeah. How are you guys doing? For your playoff teams,
0: pretty fucking good, man.
1: Yeah, I had a, i was in the. I was in the playoffs. I think no, in five of my seven leagues, and I only have two still alive. One of them, I had a first round buy in, so I didn't even play this week.
0: You I know, mean, are we including uh, best ball leagues or no?
1: Yeah, might as well. Uh, I oh would.
2: Well, if you're doing that, Trey Jim, did Jim beat me in like twenty. Yeah, Trey did beat me in one of our playoffs. I'm not going to include basketball leagues. In the eight leagues I played in, I made the playoffs in five, and I'm advancing in three.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of why I made it in five of seven. I'm only advancing in two, though. Ah. Yeah. It's right. Hey, I still got a first-round buy, so I'll take that as a as a W regardless.
2: Yeah, I I kind of forgot it was the playoffs at one point because I checked it like during um, a work shift, and I was like, why am I not... In the playoffs, in our most important league, our home league, which is a $1,500 $1, know, payout for first place. And I was like, where the fuck am I? But then I realized I had a first round bye. And I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. you are the two seed in that league, right?
1: Because <clears throat> I'm playing Juice
2: next week now, and he was the one seed. I, oh, he, oh, I thought I was one, but it doesn't matter. I got the squad. In uh, four of my eight non-best ball leagues, I'm advancing. Nice. So, all of us are at least nice. 50%. But I made the
0: playoffs. Yeah. No. All of them except
2: one. And making the playoffs. Policies.
1: Oh, I was definitely over 50. I was five of seven for the playoffs. But I'm only advancing in two of those now.
2: Okay, so you're like 70%. I'm like 60%, and Jim's 50. So, we're all plus
0: 50%. Yeah, but if you include my best balls. <laughs> I'll tell you what how many things. balls you
2: got hanging out there though you got like eight pairs of testicles in these best leagues, yeah, there's a lot
0: uh but i'm I'll just say this, I'm moving forward in majority, so I'll take that uh so so far, so good, I think all um, right for the boys all right uh waiver wire news uh anything urgent, jamar chase gonna miss some time. Separated shoulder. Yikes.
1: It's going to be at least one week. It could be more. Um, and obviously, we'll get to the waiver wire additions for that here shortly. But Let's talk yeah. Monday
0: Night Football. Woo! Fucking go Hawks!
2: Whoa, easy. Watch your game. That was fast. Can we talk about Josh Jacobs real quick? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we can not talk about his backup. What? Well, that's what I was saying because we were talking about like notable... Waiver wire stuff or injuries? <laughs> yeah, you know? no. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we were gonna talk about Monday Night Football, but what do you got to say about the Raiders, man? Because you know this is a Raiders. Put a whooping no, down the Chargers. No, I thought that fit like what you were just saying, like players who are injured and how it's going to affect the waiver wire. See, Rod Jamar Chase, right? And then immediately after, I brought up
0: <laughs> Monday Night Football. But say your piece. Am I
2: missing the segue? <laughs> yes, you missed the segue. <laughs> okay.
0: Into Monday Night Football, we're well, just gonna let Tyler have his moment, and yeah. he's dying for <laughs> it. he can't stop I'm chirping in. It. He's just got him. Ah! I'm delaying <laughs> it. Fuck he's it. it. gonna explode, man. What do you got to say, Tyler? Do you uh, feel good
1: about yourself? I feel amazing. We, I mean, that was a tough fucking win. Made some
0: your boy Drew.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he is now. He yeah. can he become Tyler's Drew Locke. I don't know how. We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, tough freaking win. Uh, really good team of the Eagles. I know they've lost two straight, but I mean, they were coming off of a crazy stretch of games as well. But for the Seahawks, too, you know, we lost four straight against tough competition. Mm-hmm. Still got a good chance at the playoffs. We got a three winnable games coming up between the Titans, Steelers, and Cardinals, so... I'm feeling a 10 win season coming. All on, right,
0: here. all right, all right. Shut him uh, down. Shut him down. He's getting, he's nah, getting going there. He's getting gone. Yeah, he was starting to roll down that hill, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he was picking up real quick. He shut her down. Uh, all right. Yeah, Seahawks for 500. Congratulations. Big win though. I'm sorry. What's the Packers record? And uh, well, we're losing on purpose. That's the Aria. that's the game. Are ya? That's the strat. Yep. We're taking the Lions. Uh, game plan. So, see you in twenty years. <laughs> yes. <exactly. laughs> um. All right. Yeah, it was a good game. DK coming through for Trey, and I'm sure many of you on
2: on a late Monday night. Uh not not quite enough for me, but oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not not enough for me. I needed a miracle, thirty plus points from him, so. But you know he what, what did he finish with? He got
0: pretty close, I thought.
2: Um
1: probably something like 17-18.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, so Felt like a great time. performance in in the uh first week of the playoffs.
0: He only had 10 points? No.
2: Yeah, th- that that seem more likely. He didn't get a touchdown. Oh, wow. I thought oh, yeah. he scored for some reason.
1: Okay, 10 points, yeah.
2: So not a great performance, I would say. Um but 10 points, can't complain on that one. Double digit points, I'll never complain.
0: Yeah, not a lot of real fantasy studs in the game, I guess, huh? Uh
1: Kenneth Walker. He had over hundred yards total and a score.
0: How'd that make you feel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. Hey, we won. I mean uh
0: <laughs> Jalen Hurts had twenty plus. Uh that's that's good because last week was a a, a dud against Dallas, so Two rushing touchdowns. We'll take that. Um, that's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> yeah, slow, slow games all the way around there. Um, hopefully that changes in the future. But uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess for fantasy, not great, but it was exciting here watching Tyler go through up and up the ups and downs. <laughs> uh, over here on the northwest. But uh, let's get into these waivers. Good sirs. Uh, So starting off the list at the top, uh, we'll start with, uh, I don't know, you want to go by position this time? Sure. Okay, we're going to do that. We'll switch it up. Uh, Noah Brown, or let's start with the receivers, yeah. Tyler Boyd. Is out there. Just uh, check your waivers. Probably rostered. He's rostered in forty nine percent on consensus and forty seven percent on sleeper. But, uh, or that wasn't correct. He's rostered in fifty six percent on on sleeper. That is Tyler Boyd. Uh, but Jamar Chase is out with the shoulder. Probably gonna miss some some time. So,
1: yeah. Honestly, my. Obviously you expect Tyler Boyd's, you know, usage to go up here with, with Chase out, but I'm a little concerned about his playing time. Through the first like ten or eleven weeks of the season, he was consistently 75%, 80 even ninety percent of the snaps. And the last three to the last four games, he's under sixty five percent and just hovering on fifty percent last two games. So that's a little concerning, um, considering how many injuries that they've dealt with throughout the year with Jamar Chase and and T. Higgins. Um it's a little concerning there. It kinda seems like they're trying to bring a different type of personnel onto the field with Jake Browning in. Um hopefully that changes though with Tyler Tyler Boyd being the clear number two receiving option going into this week.
0: Yeah, should he, I mean I imagine he's involved. Uh so I guess if you're looking for a wide receiver or flex, you know, Tyler Boyd he'd be he'd be near the top of my list uh with who's available out there right now. But Noah Brown's another guy um that I would be looking at. He is rostered in forty seven percent of the leagues on sleeper and uh a forty percent consensus roster raking. So more available than Tyler Boyd. Uh good game last week. Finished with eighteen point two against Tennessee. Uh played eighty six percent of snaps, eleven targets, eight receptions, eighty two yards and a touchdown. The big question is, you know, quarterback, but I think whether or not C.J.'s back, uh, he's going to be one of the pri- primary uh, weapons there in that offense with the guys that are out. Yeah,
1: honestly, I'm kind of surprised his percentage uh, of roster of being rostered is so low still, considering the injury to Tank Dell. What he's
0: done, yeah.
1: I mean, and I understand, you know, there was C.J. Stroud being out um, or likely out for this game, which he was um but then Nico Collins was out and so they basically had one strong tar- target to go to that was Noah Brown and he you know made the best of it so i would expect uh Noah Brown to his to skyrocket here this week probably gonna have to pay out a pretty good penny to get him at this point yeah um also a tough matchup they're to playing Cleveland this week
0: Cleveland but then they get Tennessee again in week 17 championship week that's true
2: who he just uh had a big game against i just don't see it happening he, he's rostered in too many leagues i just you don't see what happened and being able to pick him up being be able to pick him up and if so if you are able to uh just throwing him on your roster it, it just in general um he had a bunch of like big games recently but I, i'm just not like that big on noah brown going into the playoffs if i if i'm Going into the playoffs right now, that's how I'm approaching all this conversation. Uh, I already have receivers that I like. I'm not going to throw Noah Brown in the conversation.
0: Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, every guy you're looking at right now is a flex upside play to get you through the playoffs. You know, like, I think if you're looking for anything right now, that's what you're looking for is. For sure. Upside flex plays.
1: I mean, you wouldn't like him as a flex play. I mean, I know Cleveland's a, t- a tough matchup, but they're dealing with a bunch of injuries on the defensive side of the ball right now. And you're talking about he's gonna be with Nico Collins likely back, uh, and then C.J. Stroud back. That you're talking about the number two receiver in a highly prolific offense.
0: Well, and I think the big question mark was like C.J. Stroud being out. um, Can Davis Mills or Long Neck toss it around a little bit? Can Case Keenum and uh, they did. Uh, You know, I think they used both of them throughout the game in different situations, but.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Oh, no, not really. Dave, Dave Snell's came in for a single play. Oh, just one. Yeah. At the end, of the, he attempted okay. a hail mary.
0: I thought I saw him in for more, but either way, he's got Case Keenum throwing the ball. Who you know we've seen in the past with on the Vikings uh, with Justin Jefferson and uh, those those guys you know support fantasy assets. So he's not he's not the worst backup quarterback you can have. He he can at least. Put them in situations to to make plays.
1: I mean, I would expect Stroud back this week. Yeah. With yeah. A, well, well and if the he's concussion. back, even better,
0: right? Right. So I'd be looking his way if I'm uh, looking for a flex. But Josh Palmer also had a big game last week, um, 4 for 4, 113 yards and a touchdown, 19.3 fantasy points. Uh Easton Stick is going to be throwing him the rock from here on out. They play Buffalo next week. You know, like a guy like this, I'm less high on than uh, Noah Brown, I would say. Well, he's more of a big play
1: guy. I mean, 79 of those yards came on a single play. Right. And that was the touchdown catch. So he's really more of a boomer bust play versus Noah Brown or Tyler Boyd. Um, I would much much rather have either of those two guys over Josh Palmer.
0: But uh, Palmer more available, probably the guy that is available in your leagues, 29% roster rate on consensus and 40% roster on sleeper, So more highly rostered on sleeper, but, uh, you know, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Not a lot of guys to talk about. Uh, Dontavian Wicks, he's a 3% roster rating on consensus. Uh, Green Bay wide receiver, so he's – very much available, uh but the issue with this Green Bay offense as someone who watches a lot of the games is inconsistency um a quarterback that's either red hot or ice cold, and uh they kind of spread the ball around a lot now, you know um this was a team historically that really kind of consolidated targets as far as having that one featured guy and then a bunch of guys around him but now it's just kind of like, who's going to make plays today? And and Jaden Reed has started to take on that role of being that consistent playmaker for the offense, but it's been a mixed bag. And Dontavian Wicks is part of that bag. But last week against Tampa Bay, he did have seven targets, six receptions for ninety-seven yards, twelve point seven fantasy points.
2: Worthy of the pickup. <laughs> Ooh, no! I think that's interesting. Honestly, just from his usage in the pack, the past couple of weeks, thirteen targets, so seven, like you just said last week. So moving into the playoffs, if you got you know space to put him on your roster, I'd that's, that's an interesting one. But you also go along with like the Packers roller coaster, right? With you know what's been going Carolina this week,
0: Carolina. That's not a terrible matchup than Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I mean it's. Putting him on your roster is one thing. Putting him in your lineup is a whole different ball game. Um, that's a really dicey play.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of it depends on Christian Watson, you know, and his health, if he's back or not. That's true. He's been out the last two weeks.
1: And also it's one of those things. The Panthers pass defense is pretty good. That's mostly because people can run all over them. Um, so for instance, they're actually the best team in fantasy against quarterbacks and the third best defense against receivers, uh, but they are giving up a ton of yards on the ground. They're the third worst team against running backs. So if that is the game plan where you're running the ball um, so much, and a lot of that comes down to the fact that Carolina is just terrible, so most teams are winning, and they don't need to throw the ball against them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I will say this, you know, Dontavian Wicks has been, like, honestly, if you look at the year on a whole, Jaden Reed is probably their – number one playmaker uh but Dobbs and Wicks are kind of that next tier as far as targets or getting guys involved or playmakers Christian Watson just can't stay healthy and your best ability is availability and you know you make one splash touchdown catch and that's great but you gotta stay healthy so anyways moving on uh Curtis Samuel Jameis Williams Rashid Shahid, some other guys out there. Any of those guys, tickle your fancy. Williams was, I will say this about Jamison Williams, he was much more involved uh, this week, it seemed, watching the game
2: uh, than previous weeks. I was going to say Curtis Samuel is... uh, he is interesting to me, but you know it's very boomer bust. And the only reason he did anything last week is because he scored two touchdowns. He's still what I think. Well, he, he had—I don't got it right now. It's something like just a few catches, for like forty yards. Yeah, but nine targets, two, five
1: catches, forty-one yards.
2: Yeah, five catches, forty-one for two touchdowns. Um, and all year I think he scored like one before that, something like that. Yeah, my computer's and- not working, but. Um, and his his matchups
1: the next two weeks are impossible. Yeah, he has the Jets next week and then San Francisco week after that. Yeah. So as much as his usage has been super up and down this this year, where sometimes he goes absolutely off, sometimes he doesn't. I don't like those matchups, so I'm going to go ahead and not waste any money. That's really how it's Curtis been Samuel. for
0: this whole offense. I think it just speaks to the offense as a whole. Like Terry McLaurin, same thing. Uh, had a good week this week, but. You know, you're probably not in the playoffs if you were starting Terry McLaurin (laughs) in week 11 and 12 and, you know, leading up to the playoffs. So it's it's really just been the story of this whole offense the whole year, um, really up and down, super inconsistent. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of leadership going on. Uh, Sam Howell is a guy that can play and make plays, but this offense is missing a lot of things. And definitely inconsistent so i i I wouldn't be trusting curtis samuel in any stretch of the imagination during the playoffs uh yeah so that's probably it for receivers right
2: i think so i was looking at that list and yeah there's not many guys I, i feel like talking about
0: um let me go back up here let's go to running backs um couple of guys at the top, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, rostered at 40% uh, consensus. He is 47% on sleeper, finished with 18.1 fantasy points in half PPR leagues. Still terrible on the ground, rushed 13 times for 37 yards, 2.8 yards per carry, but uh, made some plays through the air, four targets, four receptions, 64 yards, and a touchdown. What do you guys think about Clyde, the old Clydesdale?
1: I mean, it's still tough. I mean, everyone's bringing up the the passing yardage, um, but, again, kind of similar to Josh Palmer, of those 64 yards he had total, 48 came on a single play. You take that, and that was obviously his touchdown run or uh, catch. I mean, you take that away, and it's, he has a ter- another terrible game. And even then, his rushing yards, which you already mentioned was terrible, at only 37 total, 20 of those came on a single play. So, I mean, unless he breaks a big one, which is not guaranteed, um, it's just a really, really tough play.
2: Yeah. Yeah, if I'm struggling at running back, I wouldn't feel horrible putting him at uh, running back two for me because it's just a bad year for running backs in general. Uh, Other than that, I'm not sure how I'd feel about going about this. If if, if you need a plug-in this week...
0: For whatever reason, Uh, would you rather have Clyde or Zamir White? Zamir White's rostered in 15% of leagues on consensus. Uh, I'm not sure what he is on sleeper, but probably a little higher. Um, Yeah, Zamir White or.
2: On sleeper rostered in 22% of leagues. I want Zamir White if Josh Jacobs isn't playing. So, Zamir White is playing Kansas City, Clyde is playing Las Vegas. And the Raiders have been decently uh, good against the run this year. That's kind of like their thing. Their defense has been above average compared to Raiders pre- like, revi- like previous years. And I- I'd rather take Zamir against the Chiefs than Clyde against the Raiders. Even Clyde's averaging like three yards a carry, anyways. Yeah, Zamir White. Uh, not a lot of tape on him. Backup to Josh Jacobs. He, he did pretty good last week. 17 carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown. He got the majority of passing work, which I think was a huge deal to see. They trusted him in passing situations. Amir Abdullah supposed to be the passing guy for the Raiders. Didn't work out. Yeah. And Zamir White saw the majority of snaps, 70% last week. So, Zamir White, to me, if Josh Jacobs can't play, Zamir White, right, to me on this episode is the most important ad of the week. And I
0: will say this, he's their guaranteed, like, if I don't think Josh Jacob plays. He's their guaranteed goal line pack. Yeah. Like, if they get into a goal line situation, he is getting the ball. Like, 100%. So, that's nice as well. If he's getting that plus the passing work because Amir Abdullah just can't cut it, plus he's getting four yards of carry on the ground,
2: yeah, as far as anyone we're talking not about this shabby. week on waiver wires, this is the guy. If Josh Jacobs doesn't play, he's only missed more than one game in his career. He missed two um, in 2021. Josh Jacobs. I was yeah. trying to look at the injury history. Couldn't really figure it out. Um, I'm not that good at Google because I'm old, apparently. <laughs> but if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, Zemir White has to be the hottest ad of the week.
0: The other thing I'll mention is if... Uh, you're playing against a team who has Josh Jacobs, and they didn't pick up Zamir White last week. I would definitely pick him up if I were you. Yes. To block
2: your opponent from getting Zamir White and yep. playing him against you. Yeah. There's not many other players you can pick up at running back if you get blocked out of Zamir Zamir White. Yeah, I mean, and this this name's not on the list because he's his
1: roster percentage is a little too high. Uh, but Ty Chandler's another one I would put out there. At the very top, he's rostered in fifty six percent. of he, sleeper leagues.
0: Well, he was on our show last week. Yeah, I mean, he was still under fifty,
1: and he played extremely well. Um, Twenty three carries, one hundred thirty two yards, yep. and if Madison,
0: I played him a couple leagues.
1: Yeah, I had him in three leagues, and then I wasn't paying close enough attention to Madison, and I kept him on the bench in all three leagues. That yeah. was not smart. But um, if Madison, you know, is able to go. Um, then, obviously, Ty Chandler is an easy one to plug in there um, that would take over. Probably over White and Edwards Lair.
2: Yeah. Oh, I would, too. But I'm telling you, this week, if Josh Jacobs is in the play, Zemir White has to be the top yes. waiver to wire ad. Yeah.
0: I mean, Clyde's still kind of a question mark with, you know, Jarek McKinnon still being there as well, who's rostered in 41% of leagues. Uh, but Jarek McKinnon's always a threat to take over the game. And become the guy. That's just kind of Andy Reid's M.O. Um, You know, we saw it last year from Jarek McKinnon. I don't think he's as explosive as he was last year, but still they're throwing him out there and giving him opportunities. So if he gets hot uh, you know, and you're relying on Clyde, you could be left behind. Uh, You know, Jarek McKinnon still had, honestly I, you know, I was saying last week I would rather have Jarek McKinnon than Clyde and Jerk still had a uh decent fantasy days on way less usage. You know, 14.6 fantasy points.
1: Yeah. He he caught a touchdown, he also threw a touchdown.
0: Right. So he's involved, man. He's heavily involved in this offense in different yeah. ways. And
1: that's the biggest point. It's like I would rather pick up Zamira White regardless. Um and obviously you won't know if Josh Chekup plays or not before waivers come through. Um so you need to pick him up now, but I would
0: assuming
1: assuming that Jacobs doesn't play because the the kind of the ride share you have in Kansas City with Pacheco out, uh it's just not is <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just not something you want I want to be a part of. Um where as we mentioned already, Zamir White would is the guy there as long as Josh Jacobs is out.
0: All right. Uh other guys, Tajay Spears. Huh? Might as well. Oh my <laughs> god, dude. Sixteen <laughs> weeks in a row, people. Come on. Yeah, uh,
2: Tajay Spears, just for old time's sake. What the best handcuff in the league, how much more do we have to drive at home? He's already getting a decent amount of work in general. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that like it's and I,
1: it's not just us too. Like, he's been on every wave wire list I have looked at all season. And he's his roster percentage is still only fifty percent, fifty-four percent. Doesn't make any damn sense. I've been holding on to Ty J Spears in like three leagues the entire fucking season.
2: <laughs> it's just waiting for like, something to
1: go wrong. <laughs> that's been like and that's why people drop it. him,
0: right? It's just it's not
2: consistent enough, but
0: uh, it,
2: it it is consistent enough to have it on your bench though. For sure. Yeah. He just hasn't had like that big breakout game where he's scoring it. Honestly, all he really needs is a touchdown. He scored one all year. If he he puts a get, put together a game like he did a couple of weeks ago, seventy five yards, four catches, thirteen receiving yards, throw a touchdown in there, we're yeah. not talking about him right now. And, right. and and again, it just comes
1: down to the health of Derrick Henry at the at the end of the day. If something happens to Derrick Henry, I mean, you're talking about gold in Ty J Spears.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chase Brown back up there in Cincinnati, rostered in twenty percent of the leagues. Uh he's been playing more with Jake Browning uh coming in at quarterback. You know, they won three games in a row. Um and in those games Chase Brown's role has been expanding uh behind Joe Mixon still. Uh but you know he's he's shown that he can play a little bit. So again, similar to probably Tajay Spears, he's never gonna be valuable enough to start at this point in the season without an injury ahead of him. But if there was an injury ahead of him, you know, he could be that league winner championship game, league winning uh, play. So keep an eye on
2: Chase Brown. I mean, if you got space to stack up, I'd throw him, throw him on the bench for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and at this point in the season, like in, I don't say it should have been this way probably last for sure three or four weeks. Is that if you knew you were you had a, a playoff spot, you know, lined up, and then you no longer need to be taking flyers on guys that put on your bench. You need to be taking the backups of your star players in case something happens to those guys to give you an insurance policy. Right. And so if you haven't if you have a Joe Mixon, you have a Derrick Henry and you have not gone and picked up their backups yet, like what are right. you doing?
0: Yeah. In every league that Joe Mixon is in, Chase Brown should also be rostered. And same is true for Derrick Henry. Uh, Those talented backups absolutely come playoff time should be rostered in all leagues. Uh, Let's touch on Baltimore real quick, their backfield situation. Keaton Mitchell out for the season, ACL tear. It's going to be the Gus Bus, And then uh, when they need to, they'll bring in the Justice. (laughs) The Justice. So Gus Bus probably rostered. That is Gus Edwards Um, in your leagues. I think he's around 70%. Uh, Justice Hill, though, still very available, 13% rostered rate consensus. They do play San Francisco next week. And then Miami, um, I do believe it's going to be mostly Gus Edwards with splashes of Justice Hill like we've seen in the past. For sure. I mean, and
1: then also he went quiet for a few weeks there, but the middle of the season, and he was just a touchdown machine, he had one, three, two, one, two games in a row of touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I think that was when Gus Edwards was still kind of, he was
1: the lead struggling. guy there. Yeah. Well, no, I'm that that, uh, that is Gus Edwards in that. Oh yeah. It wasn't until the very end of that, um, where they kind of started to bring in Keaton Mitchell a little bit more, and Justice Hill to t- kind of a back seat there. Um, but yeah, I would expect that Gus Edwards is the main back here, and right. as you mentioned, Gus or uh, Justice Hill being kind of sprinkled in as as you go. Uh, but even against San Francisco. I think Gus is a pretty good um, flex guy because the chances of him finding the end zone are really high.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. You know, there's probably some people that sat James Conner this week because they were playing San Francisco, <laughs> and that might have came back to to bite him in the ass. So Maybe.
1: He ended up having a pretty damn good game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think he finished with around 16. So, I would see I would assume something pretty similar for Gus Edwards next week. Probably right around that 14-15 fantasy point mark, which ain't too shabby in your flex or RB2. Um That's pretty much it for running backs. Let's move on. Something else, maybe a couple quarterbacks, Gardner oh, yeah. Minshew Rostered in 25% consensus. Jake Browning up to 47% consensus roster rate. So he's getting up there uh, deservingly so. Joe Flacco, 24% roster rate. Those are probably the three guys that I could see myself actually picking up and streaming this week if you're in a situation that calls for it, maybe a two-quarterback league or uh, whatever situation you're in. But – um Those are the three guys, Garner,
2: Jake, Browning, and Flacco. Joe Flacco has finished as a top 13 quarterback in the three weeks that he's played. His worst finish was 13, the first week he played with the Browns, flying in off a commercial flight for his (laughs) tryout. So I I think Joe Flacco is the guy I'd I'd really be targeting here. If you had your pick of the litter between those three, you're going Flacco. It depends on on who they're playing. So, Joe Flacco's playing the Texans next week, who we know are deceptively good against the pass.
0: Browning's got
2: the Steelers. And Minshew's got the Falcons. I'm taking Minshew against the Falcons if I'm going into next week. And I have a team that I believe in. Because Minshew has been pretty dang consistent. And I would take that, especially over the last four weeks. At least 15 fantasy points in every single week. Uh, his lowest finish is quarterback nineteen. Obviously, we're in the playoffs now. You're more, we're not looking at you know starter finishes. We want points, but Flacco or not Flacco, Gardner Minshew has been pretty consistent. So I, I'd rather have consistency over Joe Flacco, who we now have tape on for three weeks after him sitting wherever the fuck he has been.
0: I think I agree with you um, on Minshew. Out of those three, out of Minshew, Browning, and Flacco, I think I, I agree. Uh, Browning feels kind of like a trap game, right? Like they did. He did play actually Steelers in week 12, uh, finished with 11.98 fantasy points, played the whole game and then kind of was on fire for the last three weeks. I don't know something, you know, Jamar Chase being out for sure. Something feels like kind of like a trap there.
2: Uh, Minshew does feel like the safest play out of those three. Like I said, if you have a solid fantasy team, I, I like Minshew. But if you're trying to get risky, Jake Browning and Joe Flacco might, you know, bring you to that promised land. If you already have a team you don't have faith in anyways.
0: Um, So that's pretty much it for quarterbacks. Uh, tight ends. Your boy, boy. Wisconsin Craft, that tuck of cheese. That tuck of Craft cheese, man, sprinkled all over a big old pile of nachos, just <laughs> melting into touchdowns. That's what I think of when I think of Taco <laughs> Craft.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking of kind of like that. It is craft cheese, so I guess that weird fake shit that like tastes really good, but you're like the consistency is like you this ain't cheese. Yeah, well,
0: whatever it is, it's delicious and craftsman Crassworthy. you know i gotta i gotta shout out my boy here uh big herbs was on the tucker craft cheese train here before before it really took off before it really set sail onto the uh it only took 15 car. weeks <laughs> and it's coming to fruition dude the fruits of your labor how's it feel
1: i got that uh that third eye you know I see it coming,
0: that cheese
2: eye. Yeah, <laughs> you guys kill me. It's because he caught a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, no. that's all
0: we can ask out of our tight end. But okay, in the last
2: three hero. weeks,
1: yeah, you know, you're you're looking at a total of sixteen targets over the last three weeks. That's pretty good, consistent work for a tight end in today's world. Um, it's basically been his show since you know he's playing ninety five plus percent of snaps since Luke Musgraves went down, and so he's on the field a ton. He's getting enough looks that if you need a you know, a a streamer at tight end, it's not a bad look.
0: Dude, he's got the juice too. He's got the curds on him. You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh Well, you know, I, I am I'm having flashbacks to the because, Tyler, you said he reminded you of like a George Kettle esque Type of
1: did, yeah. He's a big guy that runs and really kinda well. For his size. That's kind
0: of how he plays. That is that is how he plays. I mean, he's so.
1: 6'5, 259. He's a big tight end, but he runs really well for his size.
0: Got them curds on him. You know, them <laughs> things is heavy.
2: <laughs> Guess who else is on this list if we're talking about oh, God. Uh, young tight ends that we like? Oh, teams oh. that we like. Is he on the list? Mike. He's like. Sixth or something on the Michael list. Michael Mayer right, rostered not? in sixty percent of
0: leagues. He, he's rostered in sixty percent of leagues. In six. Four. Four. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! There's <laughs> a million trays out there holding on to
2: Michael Mayer. I'm not the only one, dude. Uh, five targets, four catches, thirty nine five yards, others. and a touchdown, baby. Realistically,
0: Hunter Henry might be a guy you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, it's
1: just one. The problem with Mayer is that throughout the second half of the season, he's playing almost every snap and not getting as much uh, work as Tucker Craft
0: is. He blocks the hell out of that line, though. Hunter Henry, though, Uh, legitimately, okay, 17.5 fantasy points last week, 16.1 this week. Uh, I told you not to start him. Ah, my bad. Uh, Got. Way more targets this week, actually. Nine and uh, caught seven of them for 66 yards and a touchdown. So that's three touchdowns in two weeks. Plays Denver next week. Clearly has some sort of chemistry with Zappi. They think they found something. Does the target volume continue? Does he score another touchdown against Potentially.
1: Denver? I mean, Denver is the worst defense against tight ends in the league. Uh, 13.7 points.
0: So you're picking him up and playing him if you need a tight end.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I would. Something's clearly starting to work between him and Zappi, and their, the matchup is too good. I mean, <clears throat> as a streamer, it's it's very, very strong. Even then, he shouldn't be much of a streamer. He's rostered 20% and sleeper, but he's the tight end 13 on the season. So you would think that he'd have a higher roster percentage because it's very up and down. But, well, I mean, when he booms, he really does boom.
0: Yeah, he does. He's Metro booming. <laughs> um. All right. That's probably it for tight ends. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Um. You know,
2: Gerald Everett is still out there. Defenses? I'll do one real quick. Seahawks next week, they'll play in the Titans. Will Levis, uh, you know, he had an awesome end to the game two weeks ago, but that's, whatever. That's nice he also play. might not play. That's all boiled over. So who would it be without him? It'd be Tannehill. Fucking Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. We go back to it. Seahawks defense, as I've talked about plenty of times, they show up when they want to. And if they do show up against the Titans, it's going to be a good game for them. Should be available in most leagues. They're only rostered in 18% of leagues. So Seahawks versus Titans, that's how I'm looking at to pick up on waivers right now. Um, if possible, the Bears, they are playing the Cardinals. I like them a little bit more. They might be a little tougher to get. They're rostered in 12% of leagues, but I feel like that might be higher in most leagues. So Bears or the Seahawks defenses this week.
0: All right. And uh, if you're looking for a kicker, pick up, you know, Brandon McManus. Why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. That'll do it for the waiver wire episode. Hit us up on Twitter at the FF Fathers or on Instagram. Rankings of five stars or more, nothing less. We don't accept those. And uh hit us up or uh, keep an eye out for our episode of Starts and Sits of the Week later this week. Uh probably Thursday. So keep an eye out for that before the games start. And good luck on waivers. Let us know if you have any Direct start sit or not start sit, but uh, waiver wire <laughs> adds and drops uh, decisions uh, on, on Twitter at the FF Fathers, on Instagram at the FF Fathers.
2: Goodbye. Thank you for listening. This was provided by uh, da, 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 and we did not cuss, and uh, bye. <laughs>